0: Hey, Alexa, what's the definition of hustle? To be aggressive, especially in business or other financial dealings. Dealings, 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 dealings. You're listening to the H for Hustle podcast, designed to inspire future entrepreneurs to take the leap from working for someone else to pursue their passions and side hustles and turning them into full fledged businesses. My name is Jerome Fenton. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Every week I'll be speaking with an entrepreneur that has taken that leap. We'll be talking about the lessons they've learned and how they've turned their passions and side hustles into full fledged businesses H for hustle podcast. Welcome back. Another illustrious episode up ahead, guys. Um, so first before we get into the episode today, today we have no guest. It's just me and you guys, right up in your ears, this buttery, silky voice just talking to you. Um <laughs> I'm just joking. Um so first I want to say thank you guys so much for listening, um, for being a part of this journey, for telling a friend to tell a friend, um, for getting the H to hustle. Um, experience and show pushed forward. So please, thank you guys so much. Please, please continue to share, continue to tell a friend, and continue to push the you know, H for Hustle mission. Um, we're growing, we're steadily growing. We're going to keep adapting and adding things and trying new things out. But definitely, thank you guys for riding today's podcast. What I want to go into is five industries new entrepreneurs should should get involved in or to look at. Um, This is such a great like time and with COVID-19 with disruption creates opportunity and there's been a lot of disruption and there's a lot of opportunity because of that. Um, So because of that, I want to go over a couple of industries that I've been noticing that there's been a level of disruption. There's a big problem to solve. And if you're the entrepreneur to figure out what that problem is, um, you're probably going to win big. Um, so I want to talk about what those industries are today. So these are in no specific order. One's not better than the other one. I'm just kind of just listing the five and you could kind of choose from your own. So the first one is is I, I said podcasting, but I'm just going to change that to audio. There's been a massive rise in audio in general, audio books, uh, audio podcast, um, just audio learning. There's just a lot of that. And if you have some skills with, um, with, with, uh, in the audio space, you can create a pretty nice size business for yourself. I'm going to use podcasting as an example. So there are a lot of business owners and a lot of people that want to start a podcast. You know why I know that? Because they ask me a lot of questions. And when it comes down to why they don't really start it, it's because they don't really know how to do it. Or they would rather pay someone to do it for them right so there's jobs that are around revolving around the podcasting right so the editing of this podcast you guys know that I use backpack sounds I shot them out every chance I get um, he's the one that does all my editing he makes sure my voice sounds buttery and silky and perfect and and all the edits and everything is done right um, there's also the artwork that goes into the podcast I don't make the artwork a friend of mine Andrew John does that um, there's uh, the writing of the descriptions there's the video element to podcasting. And, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to master that. But if you guys watch podcast video podcast on YouTube, there are people behind those cameras the people who produce and edit those things. They're podcast producers. Um, so there's a ton of businesses that you're going to do. I've seen I've seen some people pop up where they're starting things called podcast agencies where they'll do, it's like a one-stop shop. They'll set you up, get you going, get you on all the platforms, um, teach you how to do podcasting, produce a couple of shows for you. And it's for a price. Um, I think there's a big business behind the audio side. So if you're like a musician uh, or a failed musician and you don't really, uh, you know how to do some of those things, there's another side of this business. And podcasting is so early um, that there is a huge benefit in being uh, in this world because it's still so new. And it's so new that there's a ton of opportunities in there and there's a lot of disruption happening. Um, So that's number one. Number two is telemedicine. So the second industry I think is going to be disrupted a lot is the 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 medical field. But I'll give you a perfect example. The other day, um, my youngest daughter, Yara, um, we sprayed some bug spray on her, and apparently she was re- allergic because her skin started swelling. She had a temperature of 109. Um, no, I'm sorry, not 109, <laughs> 101. Um, and we brought her to her regular doctor. Um, and they were like, sorry, we can't. she has a temperature. We don't know if it's, she's, she is positive for COVID. We can't take her in here. We'll send you a Zoom link and we'll, you can talk to the doctor on Zoom. So we went back in the parking lot. We talked to the doctor on Zoom. We were using our camera and showing the spots on her. And then they um, said that we should give her uh, kids Benadryl. And um, they gave us literally what we were supposed to do. We did all of that. Two days later, she was fine. So then it made me start thinking like, wow, um, they were able to do, I would, we didn't even have to leave our house. If we knew that we would have just did everything from the house. So then I started looking up, like talking to your doctor on zoom. And then I started seeing that there's something called telemedicine, which is like a huge, huge, huge new industry. And it's getting bigger because of COVID-19. Um, so there's a huge business in telemedicine, um, telling, um, doctors communicating with their patients. Now, Zoom doesn't fall under HIPAA compliance. It doesn't fall under a lot of things. Um, so there's businesses to be made within this space, right? We're gonna see doctors being you know changed. I read in an article, Amazon bought a pharmaceutical like company that it's almost like an online pharmacy. They bought that company um so that Amazon could start delivering your your medical your um your pills and everything to you in two hours or less. So if Amazon's getting into space, you know there's an opportunity there. Um, So telemedicine, that's number two industry. The other industry, number three, um, and you know uh, I have a kind of a close kin to this industry, next one is cleaning. Now my first business was a cleaning business and I really believe that um, cleaning is a solid business for anyone to get into. It's an easy business for people to start, but I'm not thinking cleaning, like cleaning an office or being a maid service. I'm thinking about more on the side of like creating, um, lights they have lights now that you can wipe over like a piece of luggage or furniture and it kills all germs that's on there there's going to be a need for that within the office spaces within the home spaces there's going to be special specific chemicals that can kill um specific germs on contact especially in the commercial spaces where there's like elevators that are going to be used um when people start going back to work how how cleaning routines are going to have to be more upped um, and even wiping stuff like um, carts down at the stores. There's so much opportunity to clean things that we normally would have never cleaned um, uh, pre-COVID. But now that we have the COVID virus now, there's certain things that we're thinking about and how life is going to move forward. So it's a great industry to look at um, and look into being maybe one of the Uh, forerunners that are using some sort of new technology to kill germs in a different way, or maybe doing it in a more frequent way. That's something to think about. Um, The next industry that I think is a great one to look into is the live music slash live experiences, right? What does Coachella look like? What does Tomorrowland look like? What does uh, a rap concert, a Little Baby or a Jay-Z or Beyonce on the run tour look like? Now, do you want to go to a tour and be right next to somebody dancing and singing to a Beyonce song? I'm not sure if people want to go and do that right now. So there's, there's, there's a stoppage in the music industry of live music. And I've seen people try doing like Tory Lanez did like the YouTube thing where they did like a live YouTube concert. There's another artist named Geechee who did another YouTube live type thing, but it's not the same. I think the live experience still has to be created, but how do we create a live experience where there's separation and then there is social distancing and there is a guidelines that are are, are surrounded by that. Um, I've seen some ideas pop up where you have almost like a scaffolding, like your own little, high rise scaffolding and you and your six friends that you came to the concert with are now on this uh, scaffolding. You got your own drinks up there, you guys partying and across the way there's a group of other six people. And there's a whole bunch of different scaffoldings that are like uh, kind of around like a music venue. Again, that's a concept, right? I've seen the rise of uh, drive-in movie theaters. There's a independent artist who did a tour where he just went around to drive in movie theaters and performed, and he's performing on stage, and we saw Dave Chappelle do something on a farm where he had people social distance, um, and he did uh, a, 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 um, a comedy show there. But how realistic is that? How practical is that? Is that something that... W- we can go back to, but there's a real issue here and whoever can solve this issue, there's going to be wins there to have. So just think about the live music space and the live event space and how you can conquer that and how you can make that safe and applicable to people. Um, That's something to really think about as an industry that I definitely, 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 um, interested in seeing how they're able to come back and what advancements you make in that industry. Um, because people want their entertainment, but how are you going to do it and make people feel safe about it? Um, the next industry, number five, the biggest one to me, education. Right now there's such a conversation about kids going back to school. I'm a parent. I'm having the conversation. We don't know what to do. Right. Education is going to change in the way we think of it. Online learning is, there's some states that are like, we're just going to do remote. Like my nieces and nephews in Florida, they're doing remote learning. It's your teacher's talking to you on Google Classroom or Zoom or whatever it is. And that is a real thing, but there's still a problem because how do you teach your kids at home without them getting distracted? How do you teach your kids at home um, are you going to create a pod or a little part of the room that a kid can go into? There's so much opportunities here, right? Imagine creating like a little pod and it sits in the corner and your kid's actually in a classroom with their teacher on a Google Classroom. That's an opportunity. There's so much. There's another thing where you can be a retired teacher or maybe a new teacher and maybe people in your town or your city are scared of sending the kids to school. Maybe you can do a micro classroom. Take the online learning that the teacher in the school is going to give anyway, and then you can teach five kids at home and parents pay you a fee for it. There's so many little things to do now. A friend of mine, Tayu Murray, she's teaching kids. Um, how to set goals and she's teaching the kids all around the world she's talking to them on um, a platform like zoom and she's teaching them how to set goals how to be more responsible and she's talking to kids from kuwait and china and, and and bangladesh and pakistan and she's talking to kids all around the world so you maybe love being an educator, maybe you hated the classroom setting, there's now going to be so much opportunity for you to come in and teach because this thing has disrupted what education looks like. Also, online learning. There's Google Classroom, there's Zooms, but like, is there a platform designed for the public education system? What's the system that's going to be designed for the teachers and is good for the schools and can keep the kids engaged and know when the kid is not paying attention and giving eye contact and then going off to YouTube or something else, right? Those are great like things to think about. These are things you're gonna struggle with. Um, So that's a great industry right now. I can rattle off so many other ideas, even online learning in the sense of, higher education or continuing education, what's that going to look like? What is adult learning going to look like? And I know we have websites like Udemy and Teachable, but there now there's going to be a big need for it. So even if you're not a teacher per se, like in a classroom setting, you can be a teacher and you maybe love teaching. There's going to be an opportunity for you to create a business for yourself and teach. So think about these industries, guys. Um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't go too long. Um, guys hit me up on Instagram, H for hustle podcast, um, Twitter, hit us up. I would love to know if there's other industries you guys have been thinking about and you know, where do you see some opportunities? Um, I have a couple of other industries. that are just really harder to get into like the automotive industry. Um, a little bit more challenging, but these are the industries that I've seen right now that there's a massive amount of opportunity. And if you're a new entrepreneur, You might be sitting on the sidelines. There might be an opportunity for you here to actually um, get in. And maybe you're already working in some of these industries and you can think of that one idea. My dad always says, you don't need an idea to be brand new. You just need it to be 10% new. And that 10% new could be billions. Listen, Amazon's not new. It's a mall. It's a mall on the computer. That's all it is, It's a mall that you can go to 24 hours a day and it never closes and you can buy something that gets sent to your house. It's the concept not new. It's just 10% new. They just said it's a mall, but it's on the internet. That's the 10% new idea. So how can you add 10% new to something to make that thing, that business go off? Think about it. Thanks for listening. That's it. Peace. Boom.